Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, Chris Malone from the 98.5 KTK Morning Show. You got it now. Your recap for today, Thursday, November 17th. 2022. Bye-bye, Netflix moochers. How many times have you, I don't know, been perhaps in a relationship or you had some friends that wanted to borrow your password to watch something and you realize that they're still kind of mooching off of you? Well, how do you get them to get off other than changing the password, which means you've got to change the password on all your devices as well, or you've got to log everybody out, change the password, log everybody out, and then re-enter it. There's actually a simplified way that Netflix just kind of uh, introduced uh, this uh, couple of, of weeks ago. Uh, and what you would need to do in order to actually look at the individual accounts that are using your account, uh, your Netflix password and, and, and username is to use a web browser like Safari or uh, Mozilla or uh, uh, Chrome, and uh, log into Netflix that way. Enter your into your account, and then you'll see Manage Access and Devices. Now, this is a pretty cool little feature that will include the user, the device it's using, relative location of where your uh, moocher is mooching off of your Netflix account, the date and the time, so you can actually pinpoint which sessions are okay and which ones are not. So if you find out that you see somebody that you don't want on, you just click on sign out and bye-bye. They're gone. Yeah, it's pretty cool, don't you think? We talked about uh, the flu because um, flu season actually started a little bit early this year. And uh, I was actually, as you, if you've listened to the show, you've known I've had like two weeks of no voice or congestion or whatever. Um, I think I've had the flu. I'm not quite sure. But that does lead the question, if I have indeed had the flu, do I need to get a flu shot? Uh, because I've already got the flu, and there's always that immunity you have after the flu. And the short answer is, yeah, you still need to get a flu shot. Because one thing, which you may think is the flu, may not actually be the flu, because of all the symptoms, as we know through COVID, uh, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, those are signs of the flu. They're also signs of COVID. They're also signs of RSV. So unless you've actually done a flu test, we don't know if that's actually the flu. So that's one reason you might want to go ahead and still get your flu shot. Um, and uh, the other reason is that there are many flu variants, different strains that are out there. Generally, the flu shot kind of looks at historical data and what's happened in the Southern Hemisphere in the, and during our summer to kind of gauge which flu is going to be the bad one. Uh, so sometimes they're spot on, they get it. Sometimes they don't. But in any case, you might want to try to get it just in case they did get it right. Who wants to be caught with the flu? And then lastly, um, the flu season tends to ramp up around the holidays. Maybe January, February will end. But because the flu has been so rampant this year and started so early, uh, a lot of uh, experts believe that the season's going to last longer into the spring. So you may want to go ahead and just go ahead and get your flu shot. If you have been sick, you'll need to wait at least two weeks after your symptoms have ended before you want to consider getting a flu shot. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. Before you know it, it means we'll be gathering around the, uh, the dinner table. And, of course, that means our wonderful dogs will be there as well. As pretty as it is, as hard as it is, uh, you want to resist those beautiful, pitiful, big, glassy eyes as they stare at your fork and everything that goes directly from your plate into your mouth. Uh, you really do want to uh, perhaps break that habit before people start coming over. And it's mainly one of these things where it's going to be a rough time until your dog gets to understand that they're not going to get anything from the table. This is actually according to the American Kennel Club. They say, in order to break the long-standing begging habit your dog may have is repeated training. You start by this by ignoring your dog during smaller meals like breakfast or lunch. Anytime you have food, you ignore them. Don't even acknowledge or react to your dog positively or negatively when you're sitting at the table. Uh, if your dog makes it through a meal without begging, well, then that's when you can reward their positive behavior after you've finished your meal. Um, if your dog understands basic commands like sit, stay, leave it, or things like that, you may want to try that to break the habit. Just kind of keep in mind that your dog's begging behavior, breaking it, is going to get a lot worse before it gets better. They're just like kids, telling you. They say the key to successfully training your dog to not beg while you're sitting at the table is to keep up with it, even though there's that potential rough patch, because eventually they will catch on. Speaking of food, a lot of times this uh, time of year we have foods that we eat that we normally don't have throughout the year, and that can lead to something that's called a holiday food hangover. And that, of course, you know, upsets stomach, and that, of course, could lead to a lot of other unpleasant effects uh, that you really don't want to deal with. And one of the things to really consider is the foods that we eat that we normally don't. A lot of times cheese is available, and the high-fat, low-fiber content of cheese, well, that can really kind of plug you up, if you know what I mean. Uh, if you're lactose intolerant, it causes the exact opposite. But what you want to do is you want to uh, chew that cheese with something that can counterbalance the constipation effect, like uh, fiber-rich fruit or nuts or even whole-grain crackers or your cheese. Interesting factoid, if you're lactose intolerant, aged cheeses like cheddar or gouda have very little or no lactose. You actually could enjoy those. And if you're trying to watch your sodium intake, fresh mozzarella or goat cheese actually has the lowest salt content per ounce available on the market. Well, as we get older, our tolerance for alcohol gets less and less. So that one glass of wine, you know, remember those times in college where you could, you know, puke and rally and you'd be fine for the night? That kind of wanes over time. So that means that one glass of wine, you could stand up quickly, lose your balance, fall and hit your head. You don't want to do that. So kind of watch your alcohol uh, uh, consumption, especially if you normally don't drink, except during the holidays. Just realize that probably only needs one drink and you want to drink that fairly slow, maybe even drink some water in between. Uh, Let's talk about eggnog, one of those things we love to eat this time of year, but it actually can cause an upset stomach, especially if you have problems digesting dairy. And if that eggnog is made with raw eggs, it can actually cause problems like salmonella. 
which generally is not that big of a problem, except if you're super young or if you're super old or if you're immunocompromised. Um, so what you want to do is uh, before you start drinking the eggnog, if you're at somebody's house, ask them if it was made with raw eggs and then um, really kind of aim if you're buying or, or making your own recipe. Look for pasteurized eggs or pasteurized eggnog as your safest bet. And then finally, the simple sugar. You know what that is. Those are going to be your uh, desserts and what have you. That metabolizes very quickly. And that leads to, of course, a big sugar spike where you have a high sugar spike and then it goes down really, really quick. Um, um, and that could lead to some sluggishness. So a couple of things you can do is to pair your sweet treat, your dessert, with a little protein. So perhaps if you have a chocolate chip cookie, pair it with some milk. And it works. sounds delicious, doesn't it? And actually works out really well to prevent those sugar crashes. And the other one I think would work pretty well is, you know, generally we tend to have big Thanksgiving dinner, then we wait, and then later we have a dessert. That is kind of leading to that sugar spite. If you actually move dessert up to just at the end of your dinner, the protein that you've eaten with the turkey, uh, the, the vegetables and, 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 and fiber and all the vegetables and all that stuff will actually counterbalance that sugar, uh, blood sugar spike. So some... Good food for thought. And then finally, we talked about the Scrabble Dictionary because there's a good chance that you might be playing Scrabble. I don't know why. This always leads to bad things, especially at family reunions, because the game gets very contentious with words that you uh, would put in. Sometimes somebody might think that the word is not really a word. It's it's too new. They don't understand it. It's, it's slang or it's a brand name that doesn't really count. Well, and that's where the official Scrabble Players Dictionary can come in and really help or hurt your situation. Uh, Merriam-Webster has released the seventh edition of the official Scrabble Players Dictionary and some new words that are included, which you can use in your game, which is bay, B-A-E, that's a uh, term of endearment, vax, or V-A-X or V-A-X-X, short for vaccine, that is a word. Something I didn't know until I read this story is that um, Dumpster is a trademarked name, much like Jacuzzi and Xerox and Kleenex, things that we just kind of associate as that big container we throw things into. Dumpster is actually a trademarked name, and technically when you play Scrabble, you're not supposed to use names. Well, now I guess they've given in to peer pressure or for the simple fact that we just assume Dumpster is a dumpster, not a brand name. So that's now part of uh, the Scrabble Dictionary. Um, other words to make it, adulting, of course, that means you being an adult, and uh, my favorite, deep fake, a phony representation of a person using images or video. Those are those weird forward, 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 forward emails you get from that one relative. You know what I'm talking about. So there is the show for today, Thursday, November 17th, 2022. Of course, I'm Chris Malone. Thanks so much for listening to the show and the recap. Always welcome your feedback and your comments. You can email me, C-M-A-L-O-N-E at odyssey.com. That's spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.